Been forever, it's been ages. Mm. And show that you just can't get me out of your head. That's the rhythm of that song. La 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 <laughs> la 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 la. Doing that one. Which one are you doing? ELOs can't get you out of my head. <laughs> Never heard it. Wow. <laughs> it's actually just not coming to mind. I used to listen to a lot of ELO and I just can't get it into my head. And I can't get you out of my head. Oh, I think I know that one. No, I can't get you out of my head. So, I mean, dude, I spent so much time listening to electronic dance pop music that that's always going to be at the forefront. You'll always remember those lyrics mm-hmm. first. <laughs> it's, it's it's all that's in the song. Boop, beep, boop, bop, boop, bop. Like, let me tell you, some of the strongest lyrics I've ever come across in my music listening uh experience or daft punks around the world he's got the whole <laughs> no that's the sound that goes around the world around the world around the world uh, and that's the whole song why are you listening to daft punk? that was all dude i when i said i all i did was listen to electronic dance music that's basically all I listened to through end of high school and two of the years of college. Wow. And I didn't talk about it because it's embarrassing. <laughs> you remember the game uh, Hotspot that I would always refuse to do as a warm up? <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's put you in a group of, you know, 10 of the people that you're closest with. Your job is to jump into the center of the circle and start singing a song that everyone knows the lyrics to. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Ethan only listens to electronic dance music and video game music. You could have started singing the Halo theme. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure one of my high school choirs actually performed. It's a great song. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure how fun it is to sing along to, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you see that Avatar The Way of Water had a smaller opening weekend than... Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. <laughs> You're telling me that as the pandemic surges again, people aren't looking to go see a movie that's three and a half hours long <laughs> with no intermission advertised? I don't think there even is yeah, one. I, I, there's, there's none to advertise. Exactly. <laughs> even Chitty Chitty Bang Bang had the decency to <laughs> give you a break. Even if they didn't advertise. <laughs> I think they should be. When I eventually make a movie, the number one thing in advertising is going to be there's an intermission at the 35-minute mark. There's a potty break. Built-in potty break. Hurry yourself. Get some extra snackies. If anything, movie theaters should be paying for films to have intermissions so that they can sell more snacks. True. Greg? There's been plenty of times where I've been like, you know, I could go for another large <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> Greggy Marcus, hit me up. <laughs> or maybe movie theaters could start having like a person with a cart of snacks. Hot dogs! And they're like having to Hot go. Dogs! <laughs> Well, no, I'm thinking like like a push cart, and they have to like go 
backwards up the steps to <laughs> lug it up the... <laughs> I want more ball game movie theaters. <laughs> I, want to, I want to be in the movie theater where somebody <laughs> orders a hot dog behind me by going, yo! And the hot dog gets whipped from the bottom of the seats. Com- completely misses the dark theater. <laughs> smacks a child in the forehead. Smacks grandma in the forehead. <laughs> person's holding up the hot dog who asked for this is it funnier if they're yelling like it's a ball game or if they're doing that whisper shout hot dogs who ordered the hot dog yo over here where G19 I don't know the cities you gotta recline forward Flash the light on your phone. <laughs> I have an old phone. I have to take a picture to use the flash. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Wait, can I get mustard on this? Do you have a beer? You have to get that at the concessions. I can't check your ID. Ow, I said I can't check your ID. Don't throw it. <laughs> My legs. <laughs> Welcome. I love the young people. <laughs> Why, hey, to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen while the other laughs. I'm your co-host, Wes. This is your other co-host. Christmas. Mr. Christmas. They call me Mr. Chris-mas. <laughs> oh, before we get too far, um, the, the song where it's like, uh, Merry Christmas mm-hmm. to you. I sang that in the car yesterday when coming home from shopping in Massive Man's voice. <laughs> Very funny. Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. Merry it's beautiful. <laughs> Merry Christmas. One and all. Boop, 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 boop. What is Massive Man going to do the Betty Boop? (laughs) Uh, Let's do a quick sync. Three, two, one. I wanted to get our pre-roll in. I noticed your audio is a little crackly. I don't know if you want to check and make sure that's not coming through that way on your end. Okay, I'll pause. Okay. Okay. I got a baseline. Okay, cool. Folks, if Uh, you are like, wow, these two are in good moods today, that's because it's Christmas. It's Christmas, baby. Christmas, baby. (laughs) I am a baby and it's Christmas. For me. And not for you, just for me. Christmas baby. baby. <laughs> uh, congratulations, everyone. We're the only podcast in the world releasing an episode on December 23rd. <laughs> Ain't no rest for the wicked. <clears throat> shoe up, shoe up. Oh. <laughs> Uh, folks, we have a special Christmas present for you as well. You've been clamoring for it. It's finally happening. It's a double feature. Mm-hmm. Two double features. In a row. Uh, who knows how sizable next week's episode is going to be? Yeah. Probably going to clock in <laughs> about two hours. I'm thinking 
it might be the most efficient to just alternate between quizzes every <laughs> every question. Uh, <laughs> nope, this is what the audience wanted, and we're doing it now. <laughs> I mean, like, you ask your first question of your quiz, then I'll ask my first question of my quiz. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a nightmare, and I don't want to do it like that. Fine. I guess my thoughts aren't valid. <laughs> That's right. I matter more, but since you matter less, I'll let you quiz me first. Because I also don't know what you're quizzing me on. Uh, it's Ernest Saves Christmas. Perfect. I scrolled past it yesterday on Disney Plus and I was like, is it Wes quizzing me on this? Uh-huh. It's surprisingly in so many places. It's on Paramount. It's on Disney Plus. There's two <laughs> full-length <laughs> videos of it on YouTube. <laughs> you can rent it on YouTube as well. <laughs> There's no excuse for you, the audience, not to watch this one with us. If you can't watch it on Christmas, at the very least, ring in the New Year with it. Imagine having your New Year's kiss to Ernest Saves Christmas. Vern? <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, I don't, and you'll see that with this quiz. All right, Ethan. Ernest Saves Christmas. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? I haven't seen it because I've never seen any uh, Ernest movie. Uh, I've fully forgotten the name of the actor who plays Ernest. <laughs> the voice of Slinky Dog? Oh, uh, Jim Barney. Yeah, there you go. Damn. Because mm-hmm. the entire time I was like, Jules Verne. <laughs> <laughs> Acclaimed author and actor. <laughs> um... Jim Varney plays Ernest, a dumb hick type fellow, who in all promotional images for anything that he's in, Jim Varney looks exactly like the host of Dirty Jobs. I haven't seen Dirty Jobs. You don't have to. It's a dirty job, and only I have done it. Um, what do I know about this movie? Ernest is kind of a dummy, and he bumbles his way through anything that he is doing. So I imagine a man is going to ruin Christmas and then save it. So he's going to ruin Christmas, Ernest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why... Oh, no, no. What are a few of Ernest's personas uh, that we see in this movie? So, uh, t- kind of like Master of Disguise. and Yeah, I was going to say, number one is Turtle Turtle. Uh, the Church Lady. You're just going to um, guess all Dana Carvey characters. <laughs> uh, churlish Raconteur. A shrewd businessman. And Charlie Chaplin. Alright. Why is Santa Claus looking for a man named Joe Carruthers? (laughs) Scatman? I think that man... Uh, is on the naughty list. And Santa finally has to give him a talking to to turn his life around. Alright. What do the dock workers find in the shipping crates? And I have to say, rewatching this movie, dock workers, worst scenes. <laughs> I can't tell you how excited I am to hear that you the person who has been defending these movies directly to me is now telling me there's something not to look forward to. Well, I'll say there's almost all the movies. There isn't a lot to look forward to. I think Ernest Goes to Camp is the most competent of them all. Um, 
but uh, these have a large nostalgic uh, okay purpose for me, and they they were instrumental in me developing my comedic stylings and sensibilities. Ah. So th- that's Which something to, to look say, forward to. Yeah, I guess so. I'll just see what created you. <laughs> so what did the dock workers uh, find in the shipping crates? Um, chickens. Um, something real fucked up. And nothing. And lastly, too much, too much Christmas ham. All right. Uh, Joe Carruthers mentioned him before. Um, What does Joe object to in the movie he's starring in? The script. Anything specific? Uh, it's not a. It's not for. This is not why he became an actor, in the words of Sir Ian McKellen. All right, multiple choice. How does Ernest respond when a teenage runaway gets in his cab? A. He immediately kicks her out. Mm-hmm. B. He does a John Wayne impression. C, he tells her he can be her papa. Or D, he screams that he can't go back to prison. Gotta be can't go back to prison. Are you saying that because of the movie Ernest Goes to Prison? (laughs) Yeah, they're obviously a deeply interconnected lore. How do Ernest and Harmony, the teenage runaway break santa out of jail a they pose as government inspectors b by driving Ernest's cab into his cell uh-huh. c Ernest straps an actual bomb to his chest or d they dress up as cops um yeah the the movie that came out in like 2018 let's be cops is actually based on Ernest. <laughs> you're going with d no uh i think he's gonna drive his taxi into the prison okay route one first option <laughs> how does Ernest bring <clears throat> what does Ernest bring his <laughs> what does Ernest <laughs> bring his friend Vern for christmas a, a Christmas tree. B, a truckload of mistletoe. C, Christmas lights. Or D, party punch. Somebody needs some kisses. It's a truckload of mistletoe. All right. What name does Ernest not call Blitzen instead of his actual name? So he can't remember Blitzen's name. I'm trying to come up with alternatives. A, Squish, B, Squeaky, C, Grubby, or D, Hunky? Come on, Mind Palace, don't fail me now. Do the earnest voice in your head and think about which one sounds wrong. Squish, Grubby, Hunky. The second one seems in the clear. Squeaky. Squeaky. I think it's got to be squeaky. Okay. I'm going to go with he doesn't call him grubby. Grubby. All right. Which is not a way that Santa describes harmony when she was growing up? A, a girl who was shy and quick-witted. B, a girl who was too scared to sit on Santa's knee. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was me, by the way. C. A girl who was, a girl who was always crying when getting a picture with Santa, or D. A girl who always wondered if Santa's beard was real.
uh, crying for photos, which was also me. All right, bonus question: What does? Isn't it weird how we we like take kids and just plop them down on a stranger's lap and be like, "Smile." Hey, with a light background check, I'm fine with it. Bonus. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen Nathan for you. I know who that Santa is. Bonus question: What does Harmony steal from Santa? Uh, the, the got gotta be that list. All right. True or false? Or at least she'll Xerox a copy. <laughs> it takes a while. This movie is in 1988, so it does line up for once. Uh, you know your history. I like the idea of using like a modern day Xerox. You know the ones that keep feeding paper until it's done. Like copying mm-hmm. the thing. Just taking a big scroll and <laughs> feeding it through all at once. I feel like that's really satisfying. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I'm gonna try it at work. It'll be the last thing I do. Alright. True or false. There are no elves in this movie. False. There's gotta be at least one. Or it'll be revealed that Ernest was an elf all along. <laughs> uh, Ernest says a cab. Now, if he says a corn cab, does that count? He doesn't actually say a cab, but his actions speak towards it. His actions imply it. Uh, yes, true. Ernest wouldn't be doing all this stuff if the police simply did their job. (laughs) True or false, uh, Santa throws a punch. True. Every comedy movie needs Santa to attack. (laughs) Uh, Why does Santa throw a punch then? In the immortal words of Chicago, he had it coming. Nice and vague. If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, <laughs> you know that you would have done the same. Okay, now not so vague. <laughs> <laughs> and you might have just lost a point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, true or false, Ernest has a musical number in this movie. Nah. Despite the fact that his partner, this teenage girl, has a very musical name, there's no music in this movie. I will say there's at least one Ernest movie where he has a solo. (laughs) And I constantly well, I tried it. to find a way to weasel it into an improv performance. <laughs> I think, buddy, you're just going to have to write it into a script. Uh, before we do the screen grab, two more. I've already looked at it. I've already looked it's at fine. it. Uh, true or false, Santa's sack is full of glowing orbs. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. And I want them to manifest into the present of the child's choice as they open it. Like, that's that's how the magic of Santa should work. Because then if you graft it onto real life, just being a kid and getting a present that you didn't really want, it's what your heart wanted. Okay. True or false, Mr. Santos is a Hispanic man. False. It's still Santa. <laughs> A very white man just using a pseudonym. <laughs> okay, the screen grab. Did I nail it? Did I get it? <laughs> you very well might have. <laughs> um, the screen grab that I sent you a touch early. Yeah. 
You want to describe it? I don't know if even a minute (laughs) would give you much (laughs) to glean from it. To to simply comment on the quality of the cinematography here, it looks a lot like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show (laughs) live action sequences. Um, so what we have here is a monster covered in seaweed and algae bursting through a door, and the man in that house pointing a firearm at that monster. Unsurprisingly, the house is decorated for Christmas. I think that um, this is all an elaborate ploy to deliver presents under the guise of Santa because Santa is busy. Do you think that monster is earnest? I do think that monster (laughs) is earnest. The monster is earnest trying to distract this man so that someone else can deliver presents <laughs> in secret. A pretty risky this game. Is... <laughs> it's all or nothing. <laughs> Very well might be nothing. <laughs> His first this house, guy, he gets the guy shot that... and murdered. <laughs> and the worst part is the guy whose house this is doesn't even have any kids. <laughs> He's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> the, the decorations are to throw the scent <laughs> off he's been hunting down santa for years <laughs> decorating your house for christmas <laughs> while hunting santa is the same thing as covering yourself in deer piss <laughs> uh this is the climax of the film <laughs> The first delivery is the climax. <laughs> the next scene is the denouement where Ernest dies. <laughs> yeah, it's a... <laughs> As he's lowered into his grave and we prepare for the sequel, Ernest goes to hell. <laughs> Ernest is resurrected. <laughs> All right. That is Ernest Saves Christmas beautiful all right uh we're gonna take a short break and then uh we'll be back for ethan to quiz me on love actually oh the concept (laughs) and we're back let me tell you buddy this is this was both one of the easiest quizzes i've ever had to make and one of the most difficult all right because I could have easily written three different quizzes for this movie, and I settled with this one. So, starting off, Wesley, why haven't you seen this movie, and what happens in it? I haven't seen this movie because... When it came out in the 2000s, I was too young too immature to be interested um as i got older i just heard what a terrible movie this is what awful uh messages uh there are in this movie and it's parodied enough that i understand like the most iconic scene from it which is Mm -hmm. When a character, um, the the male love interest goes and knocks on the woman love interest's door and is holding a series of signs mm-hmm. um, professing his love or celebrating Christmas, maybe both, I don't know. And... Uh, he just shows her the signs in silence. Okay. I'll take that for now. Uh, 
open-ended question number two. How many actors from Nanny McPhee are in this movie? <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure... And who are they? <laughs> pretty sure Colin Firth, is he the... Is he the dad from Nanny McPhee? Are you asking me if he was in Nanny McPhee? Is he the dad? He okay. is the yes, dad. I'm pretty Nanny sure McPhee. Colin Firth is in this movie. Pretty okay. sure Emma Thompson's in this movie. It's okay. a woman love interest. Colin Firth might okay. be the male love interest, to be honest. Wow, this is just... <laughs> Nanny McPhee really gleamed a lot. Well, which one came out first? <laughs> love, actually. <laughs> Colin Firth and Emma Thompson were like, we should collaborate again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anybody else, or is it just those two? Um, I'm gonna guess the the little the little boy that has like that five head. Do you know who I'm talking about? Not exactly. You should look up Nanny McPhee and just figure out their name. Because I think I might know, but I would not describe him as having a five head. I could be. Because I have one of those. You don't have a five head. I re- Look at this shit. That's all five Samuel fingers. Honeywood. Okay. Okay, cool. Anybody else? Or is that it? Uh, maybe, now that I'm looking at the Nanny McPhee cast... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna take a guess and say either Celia Emery or Imelda Staunton. Okay, cool. So you think a total of four, and that last one is a is a coin toss between those yeah. two. Okay, I'll take it. Um. Just to let you know, this movie has a lot of characters in it, and it becomes much easier to just call them the actor's name than the character's <laughs> name, which is what I'm going to do. Uh, Kira said, no, you learn all their names, to which I responded, name any of them. <laughs> Could she? It took her a little while, but she she was able to. Well, how many times has she some, seen like, the movie? Quite a few. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it a few times now too. I st- I still can't do it. Hell, I probably won't even be able to tell you the actors' names. Okay. Well, starting with a question about an actor who I have also mixed with a character name because I don't know that actor's name. How long has Laura Linney's character been in love with Carl? Um, six weeks. Okay. Six weeks. Uh, do I get three guesses? Yeah, sure. You can have three guesses. Okay. Six weeks, uh, three months, ten years. Okay. Cool. And my final open-ended question, which will reveal something to you about uh, a previous answer. Why does Andrew Lincoln do that thing with the big cue cards? And I'd like you to be specific. <laughs> um, I feel like he's not mute. And I'm guessing she's not deaf. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say he does the thing with the cue cards because... He's just not... He's not a particularly articulate man he needs to have the words do all the work for him okay and then just to clarify from above you're saying that he is holding a series of signs professing his love celebrating christmas or both sure yeah okay did you want to narrow down on either of those i'm guessing it's more the love Okay. Okay, cool. I finished it. All right. Multiple choice. 
Number one. What location bookends the beginning and end of the movie? A. An airport. B. In front of a big Christmas tree. C. A school auditorium. Or D. Wisconsin. Uh, I'll say... <clears throat> school auditorium. What song, or multiple choice number two, what song is parodied throughout the entire movie? A, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, which I realize now is called Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, B, Santa Baby. C, I Will Always Love You. Or D, Love is All Around Us. What was the second one? Santa Baby. I uh, will do Santa Baby. Okay. One of the best. I can't, I can't celebrate Christmas without it. One of the best songs of all time. I can't celebrate really any major holiday without it. I can't wake up without it's it. It's my ringtone. Uh, but only for your mom. <laughs> and my grandma. <laughs> all the Shout matriarchs. Out to all the women in my life. <laughs> in my family. <laughs> um, multiple choice number three. Where does Colin go to search for American babes? A. A football themed bar. B. Disneyland Paris. C. The Empire State Building. Or D. Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, Wisconsin. I'll pick Wisconsin. <laughs> You're baiting me. I'll I'll pick it. Okay. Um now when I said Colin before, that was a character name. Uh this is a different Colin. I am referring to the actor. What kind of book is Colin Firth writing? A, a tragedy, B, a comedy, C, a horror, or D, romance? Um, I'll say he's writing a drama. Uh, that was not an option, uh, so tragedy, I assume you mean yes. tragedy? Okay. <laughs> uh, how, and then I have a little bonus question for this one. I know we don't do this as often. Uh, but how does Colin Firth charades this answer to someone who does not speak English? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's And it's just the type of book that he's doing. <laughs> he's going to motion a book opening, him writing it, and then him doing a frowny face and then like a teardrop going down his cheek mm -hmm. I remember in high school there was this girl in um, my <laughs> friend's poetry class mm -hmm. and they had to do this assignment where they had to perform a poem of their choosing she picked a, a poem about the TARDIS Oh, God. oh no! <laughs> and oh. they needed to incorporate a repetitive motion throughout the poem, and she—I oh, <laughs> don't know if it was a sad poem about the TARDIS or like if there was a new doctor coming. I don't know, <laughs> but she <laughs> she incorporated the teardrop. <laughs> she kept going like that after every stanza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally i just want to say to that teacher not a great addition <laughs> to that assignment unless you were just trying to give yourself a laugh after a hard week in which case great choice <laughs> uh all right and my final multiple choice question which of these is not present 
at the school's nativity play? I'll let you process that question before I give you the <laughs> Just answers. Move on. <laughs> a, an octopus. B, a dolphin. C, Spider Man. Or D, a lobster. Uh, well, I'll pick lobster. That's just a movie that we covered. Yeah. No one else knows about it. <laughs> no one's ever talked about it before. No one's ever been a big enough fan of it that they beg to be in the next movie by that director. <laughs> All right, moving on to true or false. Number one. Kira Knightley was 17 when they filmed this Ooh, movie. Yes, sure. <laughs> okay. I only say that because it's you... probably going to be inappropriate. Okay. True or false number two. This is the character, not the actor. Colin, the god of sex, is very good at flirting. What is this movie? I'm going to say false. He's not good at it. Okay. True or false, number three. Hugh Grant talks to friend of the pod, Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Hell yes. Okay. <clears throat> True or false, number four. Liam Neeson and Thomas Brody Sangster watch and act out a scene from the Titanic together. I'm trying to remember. Because Liam Neeson, I feel like, was in a uh, small string of rom-coms and, like, romance mm. movies at this time. Mm -hmm. Was he in... Which is... Is the one with Jack Black the holiday or Four Christmases? That's the holiday. Okay. Which, is that a comedy? I don't know. I, I saw, uh, like, it I keep seeing people on Letterboxd, like, saying how that movie is great. I only caught, like, the last 25 minutes of it, and I was like, I don't know. I, I like this. I feel deeply uncomfortable, and it feels like it's supposed to be funny, and it's not. I watched it probably 15 years ago. I am when my yeah. mom got it on dvd or something so i don't remember really much of it i only remember a short snippet where jack black's getting out of a car <laughs> a really great scene uh i'm gonna say false i don't think liam neeson's in this movie i think he's in four christmases i don't know okay for Christmases, of course, being the Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Aniston Christmas movie. Oh, maybe. Alright. Whatever. I'm not <laughs> I don't want to see Liam Neeson. Okay. Not after his awful tirade a few years back. Fair enough. Uh true or false, Alan Rickman's company holds a Halloween themed Christmas party. Ah, uh, sure. And my last true or false question. Mr. Bean refuses to gift wrap a necklace for Alan Rickman. And when I say Mr. Bean, I don't mean the character. I do mean Rowan Atkinson. Wait, repeat it? Mr. Bean refuses to gift wrap a necklace for Alan Rickman. Sure. <laughs> you are going to be overwhelmed <laughs> with the number of actors in this movie this is gonna be like i think it was it takara when did we watch new year's eve was it last year or the year before that yeah two years ago i rewatched new year's eve have you ever seen new year's eve i haven't i know it's based on this though it is yes wow well, this is the progenitor of that type of film. Well, Valentine's Day was the progenitor of New Year's Eve. 
Well, <laughs> the Valentine's Day is this. <laughs> All right. I have sent Wesley his screenshots. Oh, God. This, this is movie. in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? <laughs> this is... The, 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 Come on, yeah. you know this airport. You know this is super real <laughs> airport. <laughs> this is the Milwaukee International Airport. <laughs> um, it's Christmas time. It's snowy. It's like a school roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> this is so clearly a school. <laughs> I should send you a picture of the front of my high school because it looks exactly like this building. (laughs) Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to glean from this. This is just like a a shot setting up the location of a scene. Um, I'm guessing this is towards the beginning of the movie when someone lands at this airport. Or it will be okay. towards the end when someone's leaving from this airport. Okay, um, but I do have an important question for you. How much of the movie do you think takes place near or around <laughs> Milwaukee's International Airport? Too much. <laughs> if you're taking a screenshot of it, this is not just a one and done deal. Okay, um, and then uh, I did have an important question to ask you. What song is playing? And this movie is 90% very British. What song do you think is playing as someone arrives at the Milwaukee International Airport? I'm trying to piece apart like, what you're suggesting. This is a very British movie. Are, did they just like put in a mm-hmm. British song, or did they pick something they thought like is just stereotypically <laughs> American? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I feel like the safer bet's probably something stereotypically American. Mm-hmm. It's around Christmas time. I don't know. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Okay. There is no quiz that I could have written for this movie that would give you any idea what it is about. What this movie is about? What this entire movie is about. My quiz would have had to be significantly longer for you to even get a picture of what it is about. <laughs> is that Are there that many things going on? There are no less than six main characters in this movie. (laughs) So at the start when you were like, this is the main man and this is the main woman, I was like, let me tell you, buddy, you're in for a fucking ride. (laughs) I feel like now I should have quizzed you on New Year's Eve. That's not a Christmas movie, is it? It's a New Year's Eve movie. So if you want to swap out whatever you're doing next week for New Year's Eve, because I think... That we'll review it around that time. Because no, I'll probably end up watching the Star Wars Christmas special this week anyway. So. Okay, cool. We're going to have to figure out when to record next. But that's not important for you, the audience, currently listening to this show. Uh, you have been listening to the game show, We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is nothing to nothing, and Wesley and I are not making predictions because it's the, the easiest thing for... Because it's... The, 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 the holidays are the prize. <laughs> the presents. The presents. The presents are the presents. <laughs> the presents are the prizes. The points aren't presents, but they're close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find Love Actually on somewhere where you have to rent movies. <laughs> it's really funny because if you go on Amazon Prime Video, there is a version of Love Actually, which is not uh, like a rental. It's just something you can select, but it's not available. You have to select the one that is for rent or buy. It's like the... I was desperately trying to find Deck the Halls last night. <laughs> and like you can't even rent it. You can't rent it on YouTube. You can't rent it on Amazon. You can rent it from Apple. 
but you have to like set up an account. Then every other thing you have to set up in a, a subscription for. That's so weird. It's oh yeah, you would have to sign up for a thirty day free trial in order to get it. This is it's as elusive as Venom was, and probably still oh, is. You know. <laughs> You know what the thing about this is, though? Now that I'm looking at the cast, I think I've seen Duck the Halls. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so no big deal. Because I, I remember what this movie is about in, in its entirety. It's like two competing guys in a neighborhood trying to have like the best light show for their house. It's Danny DeVito and Matthew But Patrick. do you remember at the end what the fix is for when both of their lights go out? I don't remember, and I don't. The care. entire neighborhood takes out their phones and hold them up to the sky, and the light is <laughs> viewable from space. And then, so, and there's a little girl who's like, "I don't have a phone." And then another kid comes up to her and is like, "Here, take mine." So the moral of the movie is have a cell phone. <laughs> And at the end, uh, there's just a big Verizon wireless text <laughs> Uh So, yeah, you can find Love Actually on a place where you can rent movies. You can find Ernest Saves Christmas literally anywhere. <laughs> it's harder to avoid it than it is <laughs> to find it. There's no excuse to not see an Ernest movie. <laughs> Jim Varney will not let you avoid it. His family will need you to see it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, Peter Jackson GoPro to dwarf in a major motion picture. Master's Christmas. One and all. One and all. Back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.